I'm Brian Carpenter, host of Fresh Air at Five, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Shooks and Gifts, Season 5, Episode 8. In this episode, I am joined by my middle son, William, and we share a cool way to animate drawings, tools to create and burn in captions on videos, a fun word game, and my new Learn to Sketch Note course, Cohort 3, launched today. So let's give it a go. Welcome to Shooks and Gifts, the podcast where we share edtech treasures we love. Each week, we'll share a tool, podcast, tip, or trick with you, our listeners. We are your hosts, Kim Polishuk and Jen Giffen. Let's give it a go. Hey, William. Hey, Mama. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? I don't know. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? So fish decated. (laughs) Happy New Year, listeners. Welcome to 2022. I've seen a lot of memes that this is like 2020 two like part two and oh lord let's hope not (laughs) it's funny in reflecting for the year i i was was thinking and it's like i really don't know where 2021 went does anyone else feel that way do they feel like 2020 lasted forever and 2021 just sort of happened and it's a blur that that's where i'm at anyway i am i am joined today by a very special guest uh this special guest i've i've known his whole life his entire life I've known him. And when I was saying I was going to record today, he said, hey, can I record with you? And I said, Psh, why not? So welcome to the show, William Giffen. Hi, yeah. William. Hi. How are you today? Good. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about what you do in education? Uh, I'm a grade four student. You're a grade four student. Excellent. And do you, do you enjoy grade four? Yes. Yeah. Do you like your teacher? Yes. Yes, your teacher is my friend, Monsieur Gorley. We we really like him. Uh, we're big fans here in the Giffen House. So William joined me today for a few reasons. There's a, a cool share that I have that I think he'll like. Um, and just to do something fun. We're back here in Ontario. For those who are not in Ontario, we're back to virtual learning. Boo. <laughs> yeah, boo. Boo indeed, Willie. I saw a really great um, tweet that Trevor McKenzie put out. Say, or I think it was actually an Instagram post saying, you know, that we're now going back to you know virtual learning and missing our favorite part which is our students so it's a little bit sad and you're missing your friends right yes yeah yeah it's sad but you know we'll get through it hopefully we'll be back in a couple of weeks and we're we're keeping as safe as we possibly can so anyway let's let's have some fun here today you ready for this william yes okay good so i'll lead the show i'm just going to tell you first of all i had a, a listener uh linda hummer reach out hi linda <laughs> um after i had my last episode with michael frankfurt And I'm going to read exactly what she wrote because it was so exciting. She said, I just finished listening to episode seven, season five. I have been having fourth grade students using Google Slides to create animations and then record and do voiceovers while recording in Screencastify. The first time I do it with them, I supply them with most of the items on the slide, um, on slide one, sorry. And I have them add another image by drawing it and then teach them the steps to duplicate and move the item. The second time we do it, they're given the opportunity to make a winter or Christmas theme animation. 
She uses Tony Vincent's shape grams. We've talked about Tony Vincent and his shape grams before, and I'll put a link in the show notes because they're amazing. We've done shape, shape grams before. Do you know when we've, we've done those uh, objects that we've created, like the ice cream cone that we created on Google Slides? Do you yeah. remember doing that? Yeah, that was Tony Vincent. Yeah. It was fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, we did, I don't know. Fun-ish. You don't remember. <laughs> like, I don't remember. It was, it was forever ago. Everything's a blur. <laughs> anyway, back to Linda. Um, she says the students have learned, they, they take shape grams, so the students have learned many tips and tricks by this point at this in the school year. After creating two of them, the science teacher, loving how they're breaking down the silos, right? Loving, loving, loving this. The science teacher uh, takes this idea and assigns them an earth change. So a hurricane or a tornado or a landslide. And then they use the skills that they've learned in the previous animation. So the, the basics and then their, you know, Christmas or winter scene. And they record them to show and explain the changes, how it occurs on earth. Uh, she has them present their work during science and it's been a great way for them to incorporate their tech skills and allow for creativity to do. So I love this. If you are um, a teacher, either a rotary teacher or even like a primary teacher, what a fantastic way that Linda suggested here to really work collaboratively with your peers, right? Um, ELA teachers can start or an art teacher can start this and then it can be taken those skills that we know the students have because they've learned them elsewhere and apply them in subject specific areas. And I've even included a little student example here that I'm going to play in the background while I keep talking and William can watch it and then William you can tell us a little bit what's going on in, in, in here. Well I think I saw someone like awake at probably 12 o'clock because they see Santa and yell Santa. Yeah. I think he sees it out of the window or TV. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think it's a window. At first I thought it was a TV, but I think you're right. I think it's a window. So there's a scene here and the student has created Santa and a reindeer using shapes. And Rudolph. then it's someone, yeah, and Rudolph. How do you know it's Rudolph? Red nose. Yeah, the red nose. And, and then there's this person who has freckles. See all the freckles on, mm -hmm. on his face or her face? And then yells, oh, it's Santa. So that's that's what they would learn to do. And then they would have to apply things. That would be sort of fun, right? You you and your brothers are currently watching a really cool show on National Geographic. What's it called? Storm Hunters. Yeah, you guys love your Storm Hunters. And wouldn't it be kind of fun to create a Google Slide animation about a tornado and the guys, the two guys in their car, maybe they get sucked up? <laughs> what? <laughs> what he says all right well i don't know i think it would be a lot of fun maybe maybe we'll do that one day maybe we won't who knows but uh, thank you linda for sharing that with me and other listeners if you ever hear anything you're like hey i do something like that and want to add please feel free to reach out i love to hear when people are already doing things or are using ideas that we've had here on the show uh to to be able to sort of empower their student voices i think that's amazing all right, the next thing I want to show, and William, this is why you are especially here with me today, is called um, Sketch, and it's put out by Meta Demo Lab. So here's what happens. I might have to edit some of this out for time's sake, but William, explain what you have done here. This is step one of the process. What did you do? Explain to the listeners. I drew a ghost. Oh, it's a ghost. Okay. That is trying to make friends with you because he has cute eyes. Oh, he, he does have, he has a cute eye. Isn't it a single yeah, eye? It's a single eye, <laughs> yeah. not eye. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. He has like flippers for his hands. He does. He has flippers for his hands. Yeah. So William's drawn I'm this sure really cute little dude. I'll put a picture of him in the show notes. And what we're going to do is we're going to take a picture of this cute dude and 
we are going to have that. We need a digital copy of the picture. So he's drawn it on, on pen and paper. In fact, he used some friction pens, which are pretty awesome because it's a pen that erases. So that was big wow factor there. Um, wow. And he's drawn this. So we're going to head on over to this um, this website. It's sketch.metademolab.com, link in the show notes. And I'm going to click get started. And the first thing it asks you to do is upload a drawing. So I'm going to upload the drawing that William just made for us. The little ghost. Does your ghost have a name? Bob. Bob? <laughs> Why Bob? No. I don't know. It's the first thing that came to my head. Okay. So we have the drawing in here and then we're going to click next and it scans. And it says, do you want to help our research? You know, it, it improves the AI, which I call the gremlins in the computer. And I say, yeah, sure. I want to. And then what happens to your photo? It makes it outline. Yeah, it gives a little box and it shows, it doesn't take the whole page, right? It, it knows sort of through those gremlins in your computer, artificial intelligence, where the, yeah, technology, that's right, <laughs> where the, where the um, start and end of your image are. Okay, then we click next again and it scans it one more time. And now it's going to ask me to separate the character. So see what it does here. It gives you an example. This is what I really love about it. On the left-hand side, there's an example. So you can use a tool to either erase or to draw. So if it, it captured a little bit more than it was supposed to, then what, what part do you want to erase? Show me. Yeah, I wondered if you wanted that. That was a little scribble outside the lines. Okay, so we can come in here and say, yep, take that out. You can choose what size brush you want. So I'm just going to come in here and say, yep, take this part out so it won't be part of our animation at all. Okay, so it's gone. Is there anything else that you want to do here? Yeah. What the part? The whole bottom. You don't like any of this bottom? No, I like the first. Oh, I, I see. I don't like the. You don't like this scribble at the bottom here. So you want me to go in and make sure that it's sort of like, kind of like that? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Do you want, should we be more particular and like come up in these areas a little bit? No. You don't want that? Sure. Okay, let's do this. Why not? So I love this because we can go in and if we don't like something we did, it's not important that it's not a perfect drawing, right? You can go in and have the little mm -hmm. squigglies like at the bottom of the Pac-Man characters. That's what you're trying to get here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Technically okay. Pac-Man character. It kind of, yeah. They kinda... The ones that Pac-Man eats only yeah. if you get the orbs in the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. When you get the orbs in the game. Okay. So we are going to now click next and go to the next phase. And at the next phase, it asks you to find the character's joints. What's a joint? Technically your arm. Yeah, well, part not your whole arm, your, what part? Your, your shoulder. And your? Elbow, hand, wrist. Yeah, your wrist, well, your wrist, yeah. yeah. So see, it says, okay, well, where would this go? And it also asks you to, and it gives you again, the examples there yeah. on the side. It says, okay, is this where the legs are? Is this no. where these are? So we're saying, no, there's no. really no legs for this you guy. have legs. But we can, we can see what happens. Like what happens if we say his legs are here? So there's all these little dots on the, on the picture that you'll see when you, when you go in and try this out. So we put that there and it has his arms the whole thing dots? and it has his so eye. Much. I don't know if I can actually add more dots to say, so William is saying you could add more dots in here. I don't know that I could for all of those things. Let's see what this looks like. Okay, so we've added that. And what this does is it gives them an example of where things are. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be like the perfect symmetrical form. It can be as tall or as short as you want. It's pretty cool. So we're going to click next again. And now it says your animation should be ready soon. And what it's going to do is... It's <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell the listeners what's happening. He's running, it seems like. Yeah. So it animates children's drawings or well anyone's could animate my drawings Wait. so not only 
can you do this one with him like skipping you, across you the screen? I can ones. give him like dancing, right? I can say, oh, here's one. Here's dancing. And he's like, oh, holla. He's like got his hands up. You can also. Do that. Which one do you want? You want this one? <laughs> yes. Oh, this is another good dance one. And they, they have different categories. You can do dance, funny, jumping, walking. That's pretty good. I think, you know, what, what does this one do? This is like a karate kick. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, look, I'm karate kick. So here is my thought. <laughs> other than it, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Other than it being fun, this then can be shared. And when you share it, it can go off to, you know, social media platforms. But it can be downloaded as an MP4. And For I love kids. that. Um, I don't think it actually downloads as a GIF. I think it comes as a, a, a four. It would be cool as a GIF, though, with a transparent mm. background. Oh, like, you could put but, it on, on screen. Or on a slideshow. Yeah, no, not on screen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called unscreen. It's a program for those uh, people who love, um, uh, come to me words, remove.bg. You know remove.bg. Yeah, We've used I that before. It. You do have it. On uh, my, it's a bookmark. Bookmark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's another one that allows you to download videos and it will take off the background and it's called Unscreen. And but it only turns it into a GIF, which I remember um, Brian Briggs. You've, you've talked to my friend Brian before on Voxer. Yeah. Brian uh, has has said that he didn't love that it turned it into a GIF in Unscreen. But I think in this case, it could be really cool. And then you could put it on, like you said, a slide. And what could you do with that slideshow? Teach people how to do and do an example. Yeah, and then but then once everyone has one, what else could you do with it? Do you think? Could you maybe write a story? Sure. And then you could have your your. You can put him in different poses. Yeah. So each page. Make a you, movie. You could totally make a movie, and it could be like the script, like a silent movie. Yeah. It could be like the script on the bottom. So I think this could wouldn't this Mysterious be a fun? Mysterious movie. Mysterious movies. With no sounds. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you could even have you could put that little video in in, a, in a, a slideshow and then use the speech bubbles yeah. for what he was saying. And you wouldn't even have to only do one. You could draw multiple characters. Would that be a fun activity? Sure. Sure. Everything's <laughs> sure to an almost 10 year old. Sure. Anyway, that is called, it's animated drawings. It's sketch.meta-demolab.com. I think it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And William has a really cute little thing here dancing. And what if, what if I draw another one on the other side? Sure, if you want to. Can I draw on this side? No. I, I think so. He has, he has, he has, or you can erase it. Okay, sorry if you hear racing in the background, but you know, this is what happens when a nine and a half year old becomes your co-host. Okay, can I go on to my next share here, sure. Willie? Thanks. The next thing I'm going to talk about is actually an accessibility uh, issue, feature, something. So I am presenting alongside Janelle Saint-Aubin, uh, Laura Wheeler, and Jennifer Cassatod at the Ontario Library Association Super Conference. I decided that I wanted to put something forth and I was looking to do a panel of more experienced than I am, uh, teacher librarians, to talk about inclusivity, how to get people in. Because, you know, I have mentors in my own district, but I'm like, what else could we be doing that we may not see? And I thought, I'm going to reach out to these three wonderful women. They teach at, at boards around me, but not in, in my district. And we did this like 40 minute panel. We learned so much. We actually stayed on afterwards for, oh gosh, probably another 40 minutes <laughs> and chatted. And we, we got so many great ideas from one another and, and we we really we thought a lot about our pedagogy as teacher librarians it was really really great so if you've registered for the ola you can uh, you can definitely check that out if you haven't you can still register for the ola and i can put a link in the show notes as well at any rate one of the tasks because i was the one that put it together i said you know i'll do all the heavy lifting i'll do the registration i'll do the proposal i'll do the editing of the video and 
they came back this year and it was it's virtual it's a virtual conference and last year was the same and they came back this year and i don't remember being asked last year but this year they really wanted to have us uh include our captions and i thought okay yeah no problem i can include captions and i thought i'll just go to youtube and i'm like oh but hold on how do i get my youtube captions into the video that i'll submit because i can't just send them a youtube video oh this is this is strange how am I going to do this so I, I dug around a little bit and I found a really good blog post actually and it was uh from witness dot what is it witness.org blog.witness.org and it's you know how to burn subtitles into your YouTube videos and they suggested a couple tools that I thought I would share because we're sharing so much digitally now and we want to be inclusive we want to make sure all of our students can access the information. So of course we're thinking of those who are deaf and hard of hearing, but what about if you're in a house like right now with us at home and it's really loud and you know your brothers are running around, your siblings are running around, your parents are in the room and you can't quite hear what the video is saying. It would be really good to have those captions on, on videos so that students can hear it if they have um, an exceptionality or not. A uh, little, little hint, since the kids have been a little, plug your ears right now, William, but since the kids have been little, I've actually almost always, you don't really need to plug your ears, I was just joking. <laughs> I've always put captions on for Netflix, for Prime, for Disney, for all of those, because I thought it was a really great exercise in literacy, right, to have our kids reading. And I've asked them before, like, do you actually read those when they go, I guess sometimes it helps if we can't hear, they just, and I'm finding as they get older, they're, they're reading. Now my kids are readers, so it might be that, but. I think it's I think it's really good. And sometimes too, we will watch French shows because the kids go to French um, school, and we'll put the English subtitles on to link the two languages. And I would love to put them in one of those caps to see how their brain is firing off at that point. Anyway, I digress. So you, we want to make sure we're inclusive for all of our students, and this is how we can do it. So in this blog post, it explained how you can do things. So the first thing they said is you want to create your subtitles. So the way that I've always created subtitles is I upload because I have done this before just to make sure I have good subtitles is when I've uploaded to YouTube, you can go in in the Creator Studio and choose subtitles. It'll have ones that are automatically generated after it's sort of rendered. And you can copy those and then go through and edit them so that they're in, you know, grammatically correct and so that uh, you know everything is out there names are spelt properly etc if you have a video though that you don't necessarily want on youtube for some reason maybe it's you know sensitive in nature it's private whatever it happens to be um you could check out this program and it's called let me make sure i have it right here it's called amara a-m-a-r-a and you upload your video here and then you have to type them out yourself. So I don't, I don't love that it's auto-generated, but it will create, once you type them, it will create that SRT file for you. And that's a subtitle file. In YouTube, it does the same thing. Once it's created, you can download that SRT file. And this is where the magic happens. Cause it was at this point that I was like, okay, great. I've used, you know, YouTube. I have my video file my mp4 i have now this srt file that i've cleaned up but how do i marry these two together enter handbrake it's an open source video transcoder which was so easy to use you literally open up or you open it up it's free um you add in your video and then you click on um there's a little tab that says subtitles you click there you upload your srt file and then you hit start and it burns the subtitles right onto the video, which I thought was really great. Now, I didn't end up using it this way, um, straight as it was, simply because uh, I'd recorded in StreamYard, which I don't know if I've ever mentioned StreamYard before, but it's it's really cool. And if anyone out there is a uh, 
Google Trainer. We actually, we get a free subscription as part of our Google Trainer perks. It's awesome. And if you're not a Google Trainer, it might be a reason to do that. So StreamYard allows you to automatically stream to YouTube. Great for gamers if you're that, but it was good for me in this case for the four of us to be on screen. And it allowed me to put people sort of like one person on screen or slides or all four of us. It's almost like a, a producing program. I, I really like StreamYard. And so I use that. Problem was because we were often all four of us on the stream, what happened with Handbrake is where it burned in the the subtitles, it actually covered both Laura and Jen Casa Todd's names and I and their Twitter handles. So I didn't I didn't want to do that. So I, I went to Camtasia, which is an expensive uh, video editing tool that I just happen to have. And it's in fact, it's where I record Shooks and GIF. And I, I took the video and I made it smaller. And then I was able to take the SRT file that I'd created out of YouTube and put it in there. So and then burn them in that way. So but if you don't have that option, if you are looking for a totally free option, YouTube and then Handbrake will work. Just make sure that in YouTube, you don't have anything on the bottom, I would say, quarter to fifth of the screen, because that's where everything gets burned in. I loved it. It was really awesome. A lot of fun. William's bored of this. He doesn't care about transcriptions, but that, but that's okay. That's okay. He's also drawn a really, another nice picture. Now, do you know what I think the challenge, William, with this picture is going to be? What? Because it's going to show on the stuff that I don't want. Yeah. Like we'll have to just well, make sure that. I kind that, of want this to move like it's going to daytime. Well, then we'll have to put all separate ones in, right? Because it doesn't move like that. It only moves every individual piece of this. So you'd have to do your like sun tonight, moon thing and then you'd have to do this scary looking sword man in another one he's not scary he's running away from his he's scary well he's running away <laughs> as you do okay the last share that i have today is one that william you might actually really enjoy i found this on where did i find this i feel like i probably saw it on twitter and then i read about it no it was it was an article on in the new york times that someone had posted to twitter and it's out of the uk it's a game called Wordle. Okay, Wordle is the name of the game. And when you come to Wordle, you'll see that there are five boxes across the top and there are six boxes going down. The object of the game is to guess the five-letter word. That's a six-letter word, Wordle. He's pointing at the name of things. So if we can think of a five-letter word, what you do is you then type that five-letter word into Wordle at the top. Okay? Hello. Hello? Okay, let's try hello. H-E-L-L-O. Now, when I hit enter, you're going to see that the letters turn colors. So if they're gray, it means that none of those letters, none of them are in this word. Hmm. So we'd have to come up with the next letter. So we'd be like, okay, what's something that is in there? Let's try, uh, I'm going to try swift. It was just a five letter word that I thought of, and it doesn't have an H, an E, an L, or an O. So now you'll see Oh, this, none of these letters are in there either. This is crazy. We have to think of another. Drift. Oh, no, because that, remember, we don't need the W or IFT can't be in there either. So we need to think of another word. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to pause. I'm going to probably pause our recording right now because I don't think they need to hear our thought process, but I'll, I'll, I'll edit this out maybe. Okay. What do you think? What other one could it be? Um, no, no S. That's crazy. A, something that starts with the A. Yeah, I think an A would be there. A-G-A-I-N. Okay, I'm going to try again. Even though we know the I isn't in there because the I in Swift was gray. But but even try because still there might be Yeah, because there might be another one. Yeah. So Oh, oh, oh. What do you notice this time? Oh wait, why is the N yellow? The N is yellow and the one A is it's green. So is green. I think that means it's good, but the N means close. 
Kind of. So what it means is <laughs> the A means, because it's green, means it's the right letter in the right spot. The N, it's yellow, means it's the right letter. That letter is in the word. But it's not in the right spot. But it's not in the right spot. So if any of you have ever played Mastermind, I used to play this all the time with kids or as a kid. I actually bought, I, I found one at our local like Dollar Tree or Dollar Store, Dollarama, whatever it was. And um, I bought one for my library and I put it out every now and then. The kids went bananas the first time. My students just loved it. They sat there and they were in, especially um, if you ever have students who come in. I love to do this as a librarian. We have students who will come in just to sit with their friends while their friends study and their friends need to be in the zone, but they don't want to tell their other friends to go away. So I just give the, the friends who are there maybe being a bit distracting a game to play with. And I love to pick up like Jenga and I have that one and I have chess and I have Chinese checkers and a few other ones at the dollar store. So this is wordle it's a really cool thing it would be i think a fun way to start your day oh, don't verb. you think how about verbs you want to put that one in okay uh it gets us oh so now we know there's an a is in the right spot we have an n in the wrong spot and an, and an r, r in the wrong spot kitten mm, kitten doesn't have an a or an r and it's six letters i don't know Anyway, William Daddy. and I are gonna are gonna sign off. I think I think that's the end of the show today. Daddy. But we're gonna we're gonna keep going. Hello, so for Katie. those of you trying to figure it out, tweet us. Tweet at William and I with the hashtag Shoops and Gif. I know that it's a five letter word. The third letter is A, and the N and R are in it. But the N cannot be the last letter, and the R cannot be the third letter. I will leave you with this challenge but check it out it's wordle um you can get it at powerlanguage.co.uk forward slash wordle w-o-r-d-l-e you can try to figure one out by yeah and everyone can figure one yeah. out by themselves i think it would also for us on virtual it would be sort of a fun thing to do with a class or in person you at the beginning of the day for a language class one. trying to to see that and patterning i like it oh before we go how could i forget today is the first day of my learn to sketch note course Hashtag today I sketch noted. You're taking the course with me. Yes, I am. Yes, you are, because you like to draw. And I want to give a shout out to some listeners. Nancy Green in Illinois and Katie Wardrobe in Melbourne, Australia and Amber in California and Mark from just down the 401 here in Ontario, Amy in Vancouver, Teresa in Grand Bend. I love Grand Bend, Teresa. I want I, We camp in Grand Bend. Maybe we should go meet Teresa in real life. Nice. Justine, of course, who I interact a lot with with Twitter. Justine and I get Twitter friends in Alberta and then Kathy and Guelph all heard about uh, learned sketch note on on the podcast here so thank you friends for for signing up if anyone else wants to sign up I will drop the link to registration and information about the course into the show notes uh, you can find it at today I it is six weeks. It's asynchronous. Uh, everything got, well, not everything. Week one got released today. So if you, this week, I think I keep registration open for about another week. Today is the 8th of January. So you probably have until about the 15th before I might shut it down. And then you have access to it forever. So if you're a little bit late getting into the course, not a big deal. Um, because like I said, you will have time to catch up. It's asynchronous and you could do it all sort of the day that you register. So I hope to see you. William, you started today. What did you have to draw today? I had to draw a tree. Mm -hmm. And now, next, you're gonna watch a video about what? Do you remember? I already. No, I didn't. I just drew them. Oh, you just. And, and what were you I drawing? Drew, I drew a tree. Well, a Minecraft tree because I like Minecraft. Uh huh. And I drew. What? I wrote fonts. Mm -hmm. And they said, 
tree. That's a good thing. Apple tree. Apple tree. In jungle. Cool. One of them was in bubble, one of them was in 3D, and one of them was in robot. Yeah. And the third one was... What is it again? I don't remember. I didn't see it yet. It was a photo that you have to make a few Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, You have to do it. Well, you know what? If they want to find out, let's let's get them to register for the course. It's a big secret. Okay? Okay. William, Mm -hmm. thanks for being here with me today. You're welcome. Your brothers were good and, and quiet for the 30 minutes. We asked them to be quiet. Mm-hmm. All right. Wait, were, we were down here for 30 minutes. Maybe. Um, do you want to tell the listeners where they can find you? Do you have social media? Can find me nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you're under 13, so you can't. <laughs> That's no. right. They can find they can find you through me. So thank you, William Giffen, for being here. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Okay, everyone, if uh, we've given you any ideas here today, you know what to do. You give it a go. Until next time. Be well. That's it for this week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at shooksandgif.com. That's S-H-U-K-E-S-A-N-D-G-I-F-F.com. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app. On our website, on the embedded Flipgrid, or by tweeting at us, sending us an email, or talking to us in real life. I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim Polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual GIF with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and GIF. And as always, have an aha, give it a go. Shooks and GIF is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiceed.ca.